Hey guys, um, this is my first podcast, and before I dive into the message for today, I just kind of wanted to share my heart and purpose behind doing this. Um, Of course, I want to help y'all out in any way possible, um, but this is also a personal journey for myself. Um, For quite a while, I have dealt with anxiety and sometimes valuing myself off of the things that I'm doing or my ability to pour into others and um, just kind of being on this path of trying to be perfect in every single thing that I do, um, which is not always necessarily a bad thing, but kind of in this pursuit of perfection, you can lose sight of your pursuit of God. And I think because of that, I have been more anxious and more unsure about myself because I can never meet these high standards that I set for myself, um, where I'm really, you know, loving and gracious towards others and can usually find something good in every single person or situation that I see. I'm very bad at being able to do that for myself. And so just kind of in these unknown times, um, I kept feeling a tug at my heart to really dive into his word and not only see what God has to say, but, you know, look at the hearts and the thoughts of the people in the Bible and kind of relate that to myself, you know, in the bad situations, kind of seeing like, okay, well, what thought process led to this? What heart issue led to this? Um, The people that are really faithful, you know, seeing their situations and their strong faith throughout those and kind of relating to that relating that to myself and being like, you know, if I was in this situation, would I be able to do that? And depending on that, you know, just seeing things in my life that I might need to work on, things I might need to grow, things I might need to change about myself. And um, yeah, that's mainly why I'm doing this. Um, Obviously, there's always a goal to know and love God more, but also throughout this journey, I hope that we can all learn more about ourselves and and love ourselves more because we start to define ourselves and love ourselves in the way that, you know, God does in the way that he calls us to also. And so, sorry, that was a very long introduction, but I just wanted y'all to know that, like, this is a personal journey for all of us, and I really want to be right there with y'all every single step of the way. You know, if you need a question answered, if you need extra prayer, if you need to just talk about something that I bring up that really stirs something within you, I just hope y'all know that I am always here and I am right there with you guys. And so, um, without further ado, we are going to start in the very beginning at Genesis. Um, I really don't make my first big point until Genesis 3 and 4. But there are some small things that I want to point out in Genesis 1. And so, really, the big thing that you need to know about Genesis 1 is, like, God is creating everything, right? This is when the world comes together. Um, And the big thing about this is there's, like, some specific language in there that is really, like, important to realize. And so, basically, if you read it um, so many times throughout that, you know... God will say, let there be blank, right? An example, he said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky. And then like another part, he'll say like, let there be water, you know, let there be this, let there be that. 
And as soon as he says that, like, it automatically happens. And then after it happens, God, you know, reviews what was just created. And throughout all of Genesis 1, he says, and it was good, and it was good, and it was good. And so um, just kind of like the significance of this is just realizing that, like, yes, God formed everything. And like, that is so amazing. And that is so powerful to realize, but also like, there's a great plan that you're still a part of today. And sometimes like we try and make our own way. We try and make our own plan and that gets in the way of what God has. Because if you really look at this, everything that he says automatically happens and it is good. And so sometimes like we get in the way of that. And so it's important to just realize that like God is the one in control and whether you're feeling amazing or terrible right now, like, there is peace and there is power in knowing that because, like, he created everything. He created you. He created this moment that we're in now and he continues to hold and create things every single day. And I just think that that is so beautiful and powerful to know that, like, you don't have to do all the striving. You don't have to do all the effort because, like, God already did it and he continues to do it for us every single day. Um, and then if we go to Genesis 3, which is when, you know, the fall happens, this is when the first sin is committed, when, um, Adam and Eve eat from the one tree that God told them they couldn't eat from. Um, but again, kind of looking at the language and like the thoughts that led to this, um, Adam and Eve were in a perfect relationship with God, right? There was no sin. There was no evil. There was nothing wrong at all. They were like in this paradise type life with God. And then um, the serpent comes to Eve and he's like, did God really say that you couldn't do that? And kind of like looking at the language of that, he's trying to make Eve doubt God, right? And so then he goes on to say, Um, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And so kind of the importance of this language is he says, and you will be like God. And so kind of taking back to what I just said, Adam and Eve are in this like total paradise with God. Like there is nothing wrong. They have everything they could ever want. They're so happy. There's no sin. There's nothing like keeping them from their relationship with God. And then the serpent comes and he says, he tries to give them something that we can't have, but that we all desire in one way or another. And that is to be like God. For some of us, it's a desire for control. For some of us, it's a desire for glory for some of us um it's a desire for you know kind of making your own name for the things that you're doing um and so you know we personally would not go to the extent to be like yeah I want to be like God because like we would never say that but in reality if you're still trying to like hold on to this control if you're still trying to like strive for all the things that you're doing or like make relationships with people that you know God kind of already closed the door or whatever it may be in your own life like that's very similar to this temptation that the serpent is drawing on right here to be like God 
And so, um, obviously, they end up doing it because he deceives them. And so, um, just kind of reviewing this right here, all creation from God is good. And because Adam and Eve did eat the apple, they now know what good and evil are. And so kind of my notes that I did to sum this up is like, you are good and you are enough because God said so from the very beginning. And like no worldly situation or person can take that away or change that. And now that we do know good from evil, it's important to seek the good, do the good, spread the good. You know what I mean? And so, you know, just kind of avoiding those temptations to have control over everything, avoiding those temptations to think less of yourself in any situation, um, and just really drawing into God's plan and God's word and what God says about you. And knowing that, like, he's the one in control. And so we don't have to work or strive to be like God because God is God and we are not. Um, and then in Genesis 4, we have the story of Cain and Abel. And this is really where I started to really kind of look at the thoughts and hearts that um, led to what happened. And so basically... We have the story of Cain and Abel, their brothers, um, and Cain gets angry because God is kind of showing more favor to Abel. But if you really kind of look at other verses that are related to this, God was only showing more favor to Abel because his heart um, was in the right place while Cain's was not, which is also very evident in how the story continues to unfold. And so... Cain becomes angry and downcast, and he's, like, filled with all these wrong thoughts, and it was all because he was consumed and focused by the progress and praise of his brother Abel, um, and God turns to him, and he's like, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? And so, basically, what God is saying here is, like, when your heart is right, and when you're pursuing God, and when you're doing the right things, and when people can see his love and, and God all over your life, like you're going to be accepted by not only God, but by the right people around you. And if people aren't accepting you, then like maybe they're not the people that God wants you to surround yourself with right then. Maybe they are. You know, sometimes he calls us into those dark places to spread to people that really need it. Um, but you will be accepted by God no matter what if your heart is in the right spot and you're pursuing him and you're doing things for the right reasons. And so kind of breaking this down, um, Cain became super angry and downcast because he was focused on the success and treatment of others, because he was longing for praise and approval from others, because he was needing to feel whole by the things that he did. And so kind of like relating that to us sometimes like we see like someone in a really good relationship or we see someone like really successful in their life or you know just all these things and we start to compare their situation to our own and we start to feel like less than right and we carry all these emotions and all these thoughts like why am I not like that why am I not having that in my life why am I not successful why am I not happy why am I not in a relationship 
and right then and there it's like showing you a heart issue because like God doesn't promise when something's going to happen to you right there's just hope in following after him and and knowing that your heart's in the right spot and knowing that you're doing good for his kingdom and so basically what God is saying is like fix your heart and know that your why stems from me and you don't need to be fulfilled by the people around you you don't need to be you know valued by the people around you because like they can't fill you because they don't know you like I do right and so Cain doesn't listen to this advice obviously and he ends up killing his brother Abel and then after that he goes on to kind of build this whole city up for himself and he names it after his son instead of naming it after God and so kind of like looking at this as a whole, he had an initial heart issue because he was so focused on the way other people viewed him. He was so focused on like feeling achieved by the things that he was doing that it was affecting the way that he was able to pursue the Lord. And instead of fixing that, he continued to kind of live in that place of riding the highs and lows of his performance that he then ended up really hurting someone that he loved and so the biggest thing that you need to take away from this is that you don't need to make a name for yourself through strife you are just called to rest in the work that Jesus already did and to do good works for his kingdom but not through like constant hard work and constant successes and failures like that's not where identity comes from Um, and you're also not called to idolize something that you're good at or a quality you have instead of fully surrendering to God. And then my favorite point that I wrote about this is don't allow a broken heart to weaken your judgment and produce unloving thoughts or actions, not only towards others, but towards yourself. And so I kind of talked about in the beginning um, how I've dealt with, you know, some anxiety and some worth issues and those have really affected me Um, in sports, in relationships, and everything else, because I think, you know, for a long time, I was filling my thoughts um, from a broken heart, you know, I was not acting towards, not acting out of love towards myself, and because of that, I wasn't able to produce the best thoughts or the best actions for myself, and so, you know, no, I didn't go to the extreme that Cain did of really hurting, you know, a part of God's creation. But if you keep walking in these heart issues, if you keep, you know, valuing yourself off of things that you're doing instead of off of, you know, just who God is, it's not healthy. And it's not the way that God, you know, calls us to live. And so I think that that's where I'm going to stop today because I did kind of cover some big points um but just kind of some thoughts to think about throughout this whole week is just knowing that like although it kind of seems like God is kind of distant through this time because we can't really understand it it's important to know that like he created everything and through that like although we can't see the answers 
he has them. And as you continue to pursue him and love him, there's peace in that. You know, there's there's not peace necessarily in the situation that we're in right now, but there's always peace in him and who he is and just realizing that like you're part of the creation that he created that he calls good. And so just kind of finding your identity in that instead of the things that you are or aren't doing right now, I think it's just going to be so healthy. Um, I appreciate y'all listening to this first podcast and I have a lot to continue to break down in Genesis and I hope that y'all continue to go on this journey with me. Um, I love you guys and please feel free to reach out if you have any questions or prayer requests and I look forward to doing this again soon. Thank you.